You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have on the adorable and authentic Bethany Burgoyne, a future fellow podcaster and photographer in Minnesota who captures selfless souls through the lens of her camera during the day and loves encouraging women to go after their dreams anytime in between, whether that is building a business empire, providing a healthy life for your children, or even as simple as having a coffee and deep conversation with a dear friend who needs to be loved. She is your gal and she has an awesome an awesome Instagram feed. Just to let you guys know. So welcome to the show, Bethany. Hi, I'm so excited to be here, Danny. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited too. I I mean you guys will hear she's an awesome person, but I really wanna help get the story across and kind of the journey that you went through as I love to begin this show with the beginning of your journey, how you started out, and kind of the end to what you're doing in the present and future. So um, can you tell me a little bit about how you grew up and kind of what led you to starting uh, going down this career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I actually got my first camera like way back in high school. I think I might have been like a sophomore or a junior in high school. And it was like, first big deal, you know, I got it for, um, I actually was, I think I was going to like a, um, retreat for the summer camp that I was going to at the time. So I was super excited to go take pictures, you know, at the retreat and things like that. And it sort of just like snowballed and evolved where like anyone who knew me knew that I had my camera on me, like regardless of where in the heck we were going. So I was always known as the girl who had the camera. And um, as I was looking through, um, like going to college and after high school and things like that, um, I remember my dad saying to me, because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I looked at being like, uh, I love dolphins. So I wanted to be like a marine biologist <laughs> or, you know, so like all of these crazy things that you think about. So I, my dad, I still remember it to this day. He's really the biggest reason why I'm here doing this is this one phrase that he told me. And he said, you know, Bethany, I think you are really good and you have a really good eye for photography and you could make a pretty good business out of it. So I think this might be something you should pursue. And I was like, huh, okay, well, let's try it and see what happens. So here I am, um, you know, years later, I think I've been shooting for about nine years or so in business for four. So I went to um, the University of Minnesota Duluth campus, which is way up north, like you few more hours north than you do in Canada. So um, really big northern accents up there. Um, but I went to school for um, digital art and photography and then a minor in business as well. Um, 
So after that sort of education, going on to um, more courses and um, just education online, which is absolutely incredible. After my mind was really opened up to that, it was absolutely incredible seeing how much we can learn um, in in that aspect and things like that. So that's that's kind of the story there. And then as far as like the empowerment, kind of um, pushing into that, as we talked about earlier, kind of before the podcast, we're both like obsessed with Jenna Kutcher. So that's kind of how we met. Is, is is just kind of following each other and things like that. Um, so just this idea that that each of us we're not we're not doing this alone. We're all supportive in each other and things like that. And um, all cards out on the table. I got out of a actually um, like an abusive um, emotional relationship about nine months, nine ten months ago or so. Um, so just being able to let women know that we're not alone in that. And I never thought I would have been that person to to be in that situation. But yet here I am, and we can all find that freedom um, from whatever situation that looks like, whether it be that extreme or like something a little less, you know, <laughs> extravagant. Um, so that's, that's kind of my story, I guess, from, from the get-go. I loved everything about that, but, <laughs> but I, oh, so many good things. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about or um, talk to you a little bit about more is I love that you talked and mentioned about the online coursework because I think it's something people often look past. They want to start this new chapter or transition, but they have no idea how to start it. And they don't think that they have um, the ability to learn new skills or learn anything new because they're not going to an actual like physical school. But you guys like you can learn so much. I mean, her and I both we've learned so much through online work. It's now I think going to be shaping more into more online work than even physical school work going on for higher education. Yeah, I, I totally feel that because a lot of a lot of actually what I've learned and what I implement now, I sometimes feel like I didn't even need to go to like the four year school because I don't do any like gallery or um, like fine art. I work with people. I work with everyday women like you guys. None of like I don't work with any models, which I think is a misconception, especially as photographers. Um you see everyone's pictures and you're like, Oh my gosh, I wish I could be like her. I wish. And it's totally not true. I can tell you that right now. Like most of my gals like come in and they're like, please help me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to pose myself. Like, how do I put on makeup? Like, what is this? So like, that's my job is to be able to help like everyday women, like find their beauty, find their light in their heart and their soul and things like that. So the misconception is that, there we're not all models whatsoever. Like you guys, I have coffee on me like right now, like on my shirt. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So I totally feel you on like, um, the online courses and I've taken so many, like a few Jenna Kircher's courses. Um, I'm a big fan of Sue Bryce, her glamour photography. Um, my girl, um, Julie story is like, I was, there was a period of time where I was just completely lost, like no confidence, like my, like anxiety and depression had really like set in. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what is my life? So she like completely saved me, saved me. And it's so silly, but it's her course is more like a morning routine and setting those um she's more of a faith gal too so like setting in those like bible courses and like what what that looks like as far as what god is telling us and things like that and like i completely agree with you danny like it's 
it's amazing the the resources that we have and even if you're not like in a real school it totally is and i love the idea that we can absorb so much more information and information that we choose um, because there's so much information out there and it can be overwhelming, but if we really sit down and listen to our heart and say, okay, what do I really want from this? What do I really want to choose from this? We can go ahead and, and be intentional with what we learn and what we, what we indulge in. Yes. I think you bring up something really great is that people go into online courses and even myself, I actually created one a month or two ago. And I noticed that as a student and as a creator, it's really easy to get the hype part of it. Like you, you want to go into it. You want to do this kind of stuff, but a lot of people trickle off and they won't finish or they don't have a, a goal for themselves to get out of it that, you know, whether it's an, um, whether it's something learning specific or whether it's trying to change something in your business, people forget that those intentions that you set for whatever it might be, whether it's a course, for the day, for whatever it is, it really helps shape how it's going to go. Yeah, that's that's so true. And I really, um, I mean, again, I'm a regular person too. So like that's something that I, I'm still working through. But one of the really big things that I really try and do in my morning routine is um, to set to journal and to set my intention and say, okay, what do I want to feel like today? I feel like as women, especially, we we totally feel on feelings and emotions. Um, and so being able to say, okay, I want to feel a lot of peace today. I'm feeling kind of tranquil or I want to like have like all of the energy and all of like the good things. So when we set that intention and when we say an affirmation like that, we're going to set our day exactly how we, how we anticipate in that manner. Um, so that's one of the big like morning routine things that I do, um, in order to, to have that, that mindset. Yes, I think that's really great to hear about too because morning routines or routines in general I think can be very difficult for especially women to um, start up and keep with because you have so many other responsibilities going on or so many thoughts in your head and so many other priorities that you just you feel like you don't have time for yourself in the morning so to really put in the time and make sure that you're there for it present that really helps out and for myself I I started doing mine probably the last month or two and I have been in love with morning walks thankfully I live in California so it's not the weather's not terrible right now oh yeah I was gonna say <laughs> It would not work out here. No, I do not. I don't expect anyone who has snow on the ground to go outside. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully for me, I can wake up and I get to pop in an audiobook and I can just walk around my neighborhood for about 10 minutes. And then that really helps start my day. I still try and do, you know, meditation and journaling, which is something that I personally have a um, hard time with, as I think it'd be great for you to, to uh, mention as well is. For myself, I usually have a lot of thoughts going on. Like my brain, it takes a lot for my brain to stop. And journaling can be really helpful, but I think it's hard for people who have, like entrepreneurs especially, when you have so many thoughts or ideas or priorities or to-do lists to go on, it's so hard to really um, get to that point where you just feel that the peace or the contentness of, of your day-to-day. Yeah, so what that looks like for me is um, I'm – a scatterbrain is the biggest way to say it. So I totally feel like you're uh, like the creative mind where you're like, everything is going like a million miles an hour. So what I really try and do is I actually have a, I am a notebook like fanatic. It's a problem. Uh, my boyfriend knows to like buy me notebooks when <laughs> I just know what else to do. <laughs> 
so I have so many notebooks and what I do is actually like it's like a dump list so dump everything out on a piece of paper that's in your brain to get it out or on a Google Doc or somewhere where you can keep track of it and then organize it it doesn't have to be anything like really awesome you don't have to have good handwriting or anything like that just put your ideas out on paper so they're there so you don't have to anxiously try and remember everything from there since everything is out on the paper you can set that away for a little bit and forget that and setting time away to say okay I'm going to journal and this is going to be time for me and nothing else even if it's 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever that looks like if you go to a coffee shop that you really like setting that intention and and being part of yourself and investing in yourself is the biggest thing that I can tell you has has changed my life, like completely t- turned my life around. Because there was a time where I didn't have any time to myself. It was all given to my significant other, to my little family that I had. And I was completely depleted. I was empty. I didn't feel anything anymore. And it was, I became a person that I didn't literally recognize. I was a shell. So when I left that relationship, I really vowed to be able to give back to myself and start loving myself because I didn't at that point. And when we love ourselves in an incredible amount and when we can, when we can honestly say, I love you, Bethany, I love myself, then we can go out and spread that to the whole, the whole world and do what we are meant to do in such an intentional way. If you guys don't feel inspired by this, then I think you might be a little bit on the other side because I'm feeling some major motivation and inspiration vibes. And that's actually a really great transition to um, wanting to ask you, if you go on her website, you'll find out that she has, I mean, her passions are amazing, but really they focus on the portraits, but go down really into the women empowerment and the women encouragement. And I really would like to see what was your thought process for, I know photographers can go anywhere from weddings, you know, high schools to any really part of the event types. What made you want to choose portraits and then really narrow in on the the women encouragement as well? Yeah, sure. So I actually started when I started this business around four years ago or so. I really started broad and I did like everything like babies, seniors, events, birthday parties. Okay, not a fan of the birthday party. at all. And actually, like, I love going to weddings, but I don't love photographing them. I feel like it's too many people. And that's just not my scene at all. I love them. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm a hopeless romantic, like cry at all the things. Um, But what I really found was that I love the one on one contact that I can have with my clients and and then friends, they all become my friends afterwards. Um, And I love that idea that we can sit down and have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and talk about what is is um, void in our hearts or what isn't there, what we're really trying to connect with. Because I really believe that we all have this heart, this light inside of us. And sometimes it's just hidden just a little bit. So my job is to be able to show women, especially because I connect with them so much more readily. Um, I want to be able to show them that there is that light and there is something really unique and special about each and every one of us. And when we can put everything aside about what society says, about what the world says, and just focus on our own hearts and give ourselves that pampering session, that self-love, that's exactly what I do is give women that opportunity and that experience to say, this is me 100% of the time. Even if I have some makeup on, this is my full heart 
all cards out on the table, everything. Um, so I feel that that just is so important to give yourself that self love um, from right from the start. Yes, I think that's I think that's so true is that I noticed for everyone, including myself, you really start your business or you start your, you know, your journey with a really broad uh, sense of whatever you're trying to go for, whether it's photography or for me, um, digital design, you know, marketing, that kind of stuff. And then once you start to see what your clients are and what feels right to you, that's when you really can narrow down and then hone in on what makes you the happiest. And I'm really glad you brought that up because I know a lot of people when they start out or even in the first year or two of business, they're so concerned with the niche part. You know, everyone talks about finding your niche or finding the market. But the thing is, if you don't even know what you like, it's not going to be smart to just go really specific at first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, I thought I wanted to do weddings because everyone does weddings. And I was like, okay, well, what's wrong with me? Because I don't like this at all. So just like, like actually listening to what to what you want and what your heart is saying. Um, I love again, that one on one contact and just being able to show women most of the time when I show them their images, they're like, wait a second, Bethany, this isn't me. Who did you take pictures of? Because we see ourselves so harshly compared to the gal right next to us, to our best friend. So the I really want everyone to be their own cheerleader because that when we are our own cheerleader and when we love ourselves so much, like as much as we can, then again, we're going to spread that kindness. We're going to sm- spread that forgiveness and that love and all of the passion and everything that we do. We're going to spread that so much more around. And I don't know about you, but I've all, I felt alone before and it's not a good feeling. And if we can go ahead and just be the, be the empowerment that we need, if I'm feeling something, then someone else is probably feeling that too. Yes, I think it's really true, the the part about feeling alone, because I know that especially whether you're an entrepreneur or just a person in general, it's no matter if, you have, if you're surrounded by people or if you're in your room alone, you still can feel that. And I think that it's not talked about enough. I mean, especially for people like us who are, you know, creative entrepreneurs or anything online or anything that's really not in the normal day-to-day nine-to-five, I think that it can be really hard to notice that, hey, you have to kind of get a little more creative and also to be, I mean, you're with yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week for literally the rest of your life. And if you think that starting your business is going to help um, push down the fact of you or whatever you're trying to hold back, it's the exact opposite. It's going to bring up all the things that you might not want to show. And th- the part that, as you know, with Jenna Kutcher too, the parts that you don't want to show are probably the ones that need to be shown the most. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that one. I actually was, let's see here, I think it was around May or so of 2017. So just this past May or June or so up until the last like couple weeks, I was full time. So what is that like seven months or so, I guess? maybe a little bit more. Um, but I was full time. So I was just doing photography and it was actually one of the toughest things that I've ever done. Um, with, with winter setting in, um, seasonal depression is a really, really tough thing, especially up here in Minnesota where we don't always get a lot of sunlight. (laughs) Um, and yeah, you're right. I was by myself. I had my cat and, you know, Travis, my boyfriend would go off to work, you know, so it was so hard, like managing my time, eating right and, and being able to 
um, you know, not nap all day or whatever that looks like. So what I found for my heart is that my heart's not ready to be full time yet. And I know that about myself, but I still want to be able to help women and, and to photograph. And I can do that still on the weekends, but I don't have to be full time because that full time was taking away from my heart and who I really am and that vibrant soul that I know that I am. So I'm actually working part time at Caribou Coffee at a coffee shop and I love it so much. It's wonderful. I'm a morning person. I get to help people get their coffee every day. Like that's the most awesome thing. So, and I was following just this idea that I had to be full time. This was the dream. This is what success was. And I, I mean, my mind is still kind of wrapping around that, that it's okay to not do that. It's okay to not want what the rest of the world wants. So I'm kind of blazing my own path here. Um, I feel like it at least. Maybe it's not anything exciting. <laughs> but, but I feel like I'm kind of turning my own path and creating this life that I really crave. So for me, that's stepping back um, because I know that my heart isn't quite ready for it. I hope it will be soon, um, but it's not quite ready for it right now. And you know what? That's okay with me. I think that's beautiful. I think that people, like you said, when you start out in this, it's so easy to get caught up in the people who are doing this um, full-time or most likely if you're an entrepreneur, more than full-time because no one really works just 40 hours for themselves. <laughs> so true. <laughs> that it can be really difficult to f keep yourself or find yourself. You know, for example, um, when I started or even now, I find it difficult. There are certain days where I... You know, I'm trying to actually train for a kickboxing fight in this year, and there are certain days where I just want to go back to bed and sleep, or sometimes I I really, oh, I'm such a chocolate, like, chocolate lover that I want to, like, indulge in chocolate, and- Oh my gosh, my life. <laughs> right? And there are just certain parts of that that it's not talked about well enough. You know, the self-care part or the health that goes into when you start your own business, kind of like when you take your life- and you're actually trying to design it, it's actually a lot more overwhelming at first than people think. And that's when all the the hardship and frustration can come up because then you're starting to get down on yourself on why am I not here? Or then you start to compare yourself and it's just a really ugly road to go down. So I'm happy you brought that up and that actually um, is something that I wanted to ask you then because you've gone through, I mean, a good amount to get to where you're at. And I love that you know, you're open about everything you've gone through. And I think one of the great things for the audience to hear would be when you started this photography or started your shift or anything that you've done in probably the last couple of years, was there any kind of internal struggle you had, whether it was limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, comparison? I mean, the, there's a whole gambit of them. I wonder, did you ever go through anything like that? Oh my gosh, yes. Like every single day. Every single day, it's something where it's like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing this? I have to do all of the things like, but we're not able to do all of the things, you know, where it's like, and I think social media is a really big part of that. Unfortunately, like as much as I'm like obsessed with Instagram, there's this idea where everything right on there is picture perfect and it's not. And I'm really trying to fight that perfection. Um, done is better than perfect. And so as much as my heart like wants my website to be absolutely perfect, like there's things on there that I need to adjust or whatever that looks like, you know? And so we, we do compare ourselves. It's 
it's human nature. It's, it's women nature to do that. So, I mean, that's something that I definitely struggle with and it's daily. It's not, it's not just like, Oh, this one time it's every single day where I look around and I see so many powerful, encouraging women, which makes me so excited. But then thinking about my own heart, like, well, am, am I, am I compared to that? Am I enough like that? So what does that look like? And again, that self-care is where that comes in, where we can fight that off and say, you know what? I am. And when we say I am and have those affirmations ready for us, our brains actually go ahead and they they believe what we say I am. So we're actually training our brain to be able to create that mindset that we really crave, that we want, that we um, embrace in our lives. So, so absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's comparison is it's just the name of the game. Unfortunately, it really is. And it's an everyday struggle an everyday battle. And that's why I do what I do for empowerment is because I know that I've gone through that. And I know I seem like someone really special, but I'm just like you. So if, if I'm feeling like that, then obviously someone else is and I want to be able to help them know that they're not alone, because that alone feeling sucks. It really does. And I'm actually really happy you brought up the I am because a little known fact, which I think I I mentioned once before, but I haven't brought it up since is when I transitioned my business to go from Danielle Marie Creative to Danielle Clem. So oddly enough, on Facebook and on Instagram, someone with Danielle Clem was taken. (laughs) Like it wasn't me. I checked my own. I took my own handle. It wasn't me. So I had to get creative about how I wanted to show up now. And I I listened to something a while ago about someone who put I am their name and it just really resonated with me. So since then I transitioned to be everywhere except for my website is I am Danielle Clem because Gosh, I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, it's really easy to hide, you know, behind the virtual screen or behind behind your name. And I was doing that too for the first uh, seven or eight months because I wasn't sure if this was something that I was going to be good at or if people would um, pick up for it. And then I realized that I can't keep holding myself back and I need to show up because that's when all the actual amazing parts of life happens. And that's why I love that you brought that up because not only do I, do I try so hard to do morning affirmations, but I also literally put it in every part of my social media handles. Yeah, and that's so cool. And you're being so intentional about that and saying, this is me, I'm doing this like all out there. So yeah, I, I completely understand that. And like showing up and like being your own heart, like regardless of who you think you should or if you are really good at something, what I found is that fake it till you make it like actually like tell your tell yourself that you're good at it even if you have no idea what the heck you're doing because that's how we that's how we become good at things is we tell ourselves and we say you know what I am really good at this thing and then you'll believe it when you believe it then you just do it which is so cool and again like a lot of this is like mindset and things like that um and I'm really all about that and how we can how we can just be the biggest most wonderful person we can 
can. And yeah, a lot of that is just pretending that you're good at something and no one knows because you're online or whatever that looks like, or you just get to figure it out. We don't actually figure things out with research. We figure it out by actually doing it and just diving right on in. And especially when we're scared of something, when we're fearful and we're like, Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. That's not me. We're our own limitation. So if you're saying that you're not good at something, you're not going to be good at it. You just got to tell yourself that you absolutely are and that you are going to be the biggest, wonderful, wonderful person in the entire world. And you're going to just do it. Yes. A hundred times. Yes. And I think that that actually brings up a really good point is that you, whatever you do or whatever you say, actually, actually that's so weird. I, I was doing a morning walk today and I was listening to an audiobook, and one of the quotes stood out to me so much. I actually put it on my Instagram story, which was, if you're not where you want to be, look at what you're holding yourself back from. Because that's where, that's where all of the limitations lie. It's not from the, um, not having any abundance or any kind of things coming towards you. It's what are you holding yourself back from not allowing yourself to really step into it? Yeah, I think I saw that story. Was it Jen Sincero? Yes. Are you reading You Are a Badass? I'm reading You Are a Badass at Making Money. I read You Are a Badass a while ago, but I was like, okay, I want to try out her financial one, see what happens. Yeah, so um, I definitely read the first one. And then right after I got reading the last page, <laughs> I started from the beginning again. And I did that again with the financial one with the Making Money too. So <laughs> um, she's amazing. If you guys have not read her, her books, You Are a Badass at Making Money or just You Are a Badass, they're like absolutely life-changing. Like she puts you in your place, which is something that I definitely need. <laughs> yes. And it's really interesting that you mentioned that because so the the way that I before I started my business, I was commuting a lot. So I love podcasts or audiobooks. And I got her You Are a Badass audiobook. And I, I mean, she's awesome to listen to. But I realized there's so much content there in the sense of there's so many practices and exercises that there are I'm realizing I need to buy the actual book now just so I can actually do the exercises because I literally stop on my morning walk to type in my little note folder <laughs> in my iPhone to try and get all of her exercises yes <laughs> I mean it's all about like what can we do next you know mm -hmm. and so sometimes yeah those little routines or like whatever we tell ourselves is so important I actually do I dabble a, a, quite a bit in um, essential oils so I'm with a Young Living team of gals and they're absolutely phenomenal and there's actually a blend of oil called Abundance and so when I'm feeling really like down in the dumps and stuff like that, I'll actually put that abundance on the insides of my wrists or I'll breathe it in or right over my heart. And even though like it's, it's oils, you know, whatever that looks like, it's the name. Sometimes that name and that label, whatever we put on it can really make a big difference. <laughs> Oh, it really can. And I think people really underestimate the power of, you know, scents or smells because there was something I read years ago that was saying the the quickest way to remember a memory is to have that smell of that scene, whatever it was. That's why when you smell coffee or a certain type of uh, flower, you can automatically go back in time mentally and see where you were at that time because it's so powerful. And yeah. I love that you put the essential oils because I actually have, um, I use eucalyptus in the morning. I have an essential oil diffuser just to like keep me awake and stuff. Um, and I think that's really true is that there's just certain tips that you can do for yourself to really help 
keep you going, especially on the hard days, because that's when it's, you know, the toughest to go for any person, no matter how um, along you are in your mindset or entrepreneurial journey, it's still difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm more about like the holistic healing and things like that. So I mean, I'm not the best. Like I had a splitting headache yesterday and I was like all day and I was like, okay, well, I got to take some like ibuprofen or something because I'm going to be really angry, you know? So it's like, it's like give and take, you know? So we are not always going to be the most perfect person, you know? So being able to like say, this is what my body needs right now, or this is what my mind needs. This is what my heart needs. Um, but being able to take care of ourselves, whatever that looks like. Um, I'm, I'm all about whatever that looks like for each individual person. We're obviously all unique and all totally different, but whatever makes you happy is going to make me happy because then you're going to spread your happiness and your kindness and all of the big, wonderful things about you all over. And that's the most wonderful part. Yes, I a hundred percent agree. And I think something that'd be great for the audience to hear too is before you started this journey, not just internally, but also externally with um, photography and anything like that, what would be one thing that you would tell yourself just starting out? Oh my gosh, you sent me this question and I still don't even know what I would say. You can do two if that helps. Uh, <laughs> well, I would say the biggest thing for me is to ignore the whole world. Just ignore it. Ignore what you're supposed to do or what people say you should do. And listen to what you want to do. Because when we follow what we want to do and what we actually enjoy, that is going to fulfill our heart so much more than anything else that anyone could ever tell us. I love that. And it's it's really – it's interesting you say that because you hear that from so many entrepreneurs or so many other people, but you really don't let it sink in. And you a lot of people don't let it actually happen because you hear – Whenever, for example, if you ever go to a workshop or a webinar, whatever you go to and you hear amazing things, it it holds for like an hour, an hour or two. But until yeah. you actually sit with it and apply it each day and make an intention to do it each day, it can be pretty difficult. So I'm really happy you brought that up because I've heard that from 20 other people, but I noticed even for myself, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. And then I wouldn't do anything about it. But once you make an active choice to, it really changes the game. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And I'm all about like intention and like actually like sitting down and thinking and being like, okay, well, what do I want? Like, what what does that look like? And that analysis, I'm, it's weird. My brain sometimes really thinks about that analysis way, um, which is why I journal. And sometimes, and because of like, um, I'm going to bring that up again, but because of that emotionally, relationship that I was really tough in, you know, sometimes I don't always know what I'm feeling or why I'm feeling or like why I'm crying. Like I have no, I cry every single day. I don't know why I cry, but like, why do I actually feel this way? And so writing that out really actually helps me divulge and like, um, like dive deep and, and say, why do I feel this way? What do I want out of this? And just setting those intentions and even some gratitudes and realizing that we all have these amazing, wonderful gifts. Like I cannot draw for the life of me, like whatsoever, but I can take pictures. Like that's really awesome. Um, and I am, you would think I'm actually really good at branding, but you know what? It's still something I struggle with. So I, Danny, like I could use your help on that, you know, <laughs> so we all can like help each other in all of these wonderful, amazing ways. 
Yes, I, I truly resonate with that. And I think a lot of the audience will too, because I think you were like me when you're younger or even just starting out, you want to try everything. Like you want to be good at everything that you get your hands on, but you realize that's not realistic or else there wouldn't be so many professions or so many choices or paths to go down because if everyone was good at everything there'd only be one path that you need to do yeah I'm I'm a really (laughs) I (laughs) fall into the the crowd of the fear of missing out um because I want to try everything and I want to stay up for everything even as a kid I would just fall asleep in just random places because I wanted to be everywhere right in the action so like I totally feel you on that and I'm the creative mind that like wants to start this project or do this and then I actually realized like okay Bethany like slow down you can't do all of the things so like for this month for me um, I'll set my goals out just a little bit like just very sparsely so um, like this this month for February my goal is to send out one email to my email list a week and that's a good starting point for for me to like get in the habit And once that habit is formed, then to increase it and see what that looks like. Like I posted on Instagram for one time a day for a long time. And then I suddenly decided, oh, I'm going to post twice now a day. And sometimes I'm not very good at it, but I try to go ahead and do that and interact with with all my people and my whole tribe and things like that. So, yeah, I totally feel you on, like, wanting to do all the things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even when I was younger, you can ask uh, any of my family, especially my dad, I tried every single sport imaginable, and it was, like, for six months because oh, I just wanted gosh. to try it, and I wanted to go for it, and then once I did it, I was like, okay, I'm done. I want to try the next thing. Like, I went from <laughs> piano to softball to singing to I think tap dance at one point like it was just a gambit of stuff but it was because I think we all do I think we all you know we only have such a short life here that it's hard for those especially creatives or people who have just so many ideas to to only I guess people would say pigeonhole themselves into one when in reality it's just figuring out what feels right to you and I love that you say that and especially about the branding because I think what's really interesting about how you present yourself right now is you have a very, without sounding too woo-woo, you have like a very happy, like, and just beautiful, bubbly presence to you, even through the screen. Like, I I don't actually see her right now visibly, but I can just, if you guys can feel or like hear just how, you know, true and happy and just authentic you sound. And I love that you have your brand color as yellow because I think really embodies, um, you know, what you're going for and who you are and kind of attracting that kind of positivity into what you're trying to go for. And I know that you say you're not that great at branding, but I would disagree. Um, And I want to know what was your process for kind of creating your brand or your business to allow yourself to be shown up in the world and use these colors and captions and the ways that you talk to be um, the way that you kind of just interact. Yeah, I love that question. So I, my first website I created on Wix.com. Yes, so we all did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like simple to the point, just something out there. And it didn't feel right to me. Like it was there, it was fine, you know, but it didn't always feel right. And I always knew that my color was yellow. It's my absolute favorite color next to gray. Like my entire wardrobe is gray, which is really weird, but I love how neutral it is where it can match with anything. Um, So I, yellow was just like an automatic, that really bright goldenrod. And all of my images, I 
I love the idea that we have this warmth and this light inside our hearts. So that's how my edits are, are really bright and warm. Um, so once that website was, I was like, you know what? Not, not so much. So I think, gosh, where did I go next? I can't even remember, but right now I'm on show it for my website and I am able to completely customize everything about it. And I love it. The tech team there is wonderful because I cannot for the life of me, remember my HTML class that I took in college. <laughs> so, so they're so helpful there and just creating the vision that I have. And there was a time where, um, there was this idea of just being professional all the time, blah, 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 straightforward, strict. And I realized more and more that that's not me. As you can hear my voice, like you guys, I, I wish I could tell you that I sound like this all the time. And the truth is that I actually majority of the time do. And um, it sounds really silly, but I love it. Like I love being able to be this vibrant light and I love being able to um, push that through my words. Words I think are so important and I've always been really good at writing, especially writing copy and what I want to say, how I want to say it. Um, if you notice, I don't really blabber a lot. Sometimes I'll, if I don't know how to say something, I'll sit and think about it for a second and then I'll talk. And I think that's so important to know how we express ourselves to the world. So I kind of realized that my vision online was different than my vision in my true self. So I kind of turned that around and just was a little bit more authentic. You're right. And a little bit more like bubbly, bright. Like I say like, heck yes, like all the time, like in my normal language, I say, Hey babe, like all the time in my normal language. So adding that to my website, adding that to my copy and how I respond with my clients and how I interact with them. So they know that it's the true real me. And that's really honestly who I am. And that's the most important part is, is being able to, if someone reads something, even without seeing the photo say, Oh yeah, that's Bethany. That's totally her. Yes, I think if there's one thing that people can take away from the, the way that you branded yourself or really what to do in 2018 for branding is to infuse more of yourself into your business. Whether you're doing product, whether you're doing service-based, it doesn't matter because people don't buy from computers, they buy from people. Whether it's the words that you say, the pictures you put up, those create it, but they, they at the end of the day, buy because of you. Yeah, that's totally, that's totally it. And like, I'm an emotional person, I invest in people. So I could say the exact same thing, just in a different way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love that you said that too, because I think one of the interesting parts about uh, what you do is you're constantly evolving, whether it's internally or externally, like even I can see from your pictures and the way that you are um, going about talking or the women's encouragement is something that's I think awesome and something that needs to be talked about more. And now that we're kind of talking about the present, I want to see, is there any kind of things that you're currently working on that you can give the audience a little taste on what they can look out for? You know, that's a really good question. I actually have my own podcast. It's been a struggle, like getting that up and going, but it's called the Vibrant Heart Podcast. So I'm looking to go ahead and like actually put some more time into that because I love the idea of, of that empowerment. Um, so stay tuned for that, a little bit more of that. Um, and I also really crave to create a course. Um, 
a ton of work and I think I'm putting myself again in a hole right now at this point. But at some point in the future, I really want to create a course with, uh, for women who, um, have anxiety or struggle with that mindset aspects, things like that. So I can't tell you when that looks like, um, right now I'm really, am just kind of taking it step by step living in the present. Um, and just, just trying to be, be the light and just affect and make a difference in as many people's lives as, as I can. And I think I can say for all of us that we're looking forward to that podcast and whatever else you do, but in case you want to connect with her even more on all of social media, she's at Bethany Burgoyne and it's for photography and for her, for her website as well. It's Bethany Burgoyne photography. So thank you so much for being here, Bethany. I loved, loved this talk and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Thank you so much, Jenny. This was so wonderful. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.